All right, so episode seven of Nokia Chronicles, and you're listening to Justin Cohen and my other offsider, Adrian G. Hughes. Hello, everyone. I'm very good. I'm very well, thank you. How are you, Justin, mate? Good, mate. Good, good. Thanks for asking. So today's going to be a little bit different. We uh, had other plans, but uh, that's fallen through. But that's okay. Uh, It's just a temporary setback. And uh, so today we're going to go through some old, and when we say old, very old Nokia websites and uh, blogging posts and things like that. So uh, take it away, Adrian. That's it. So we're going to start off with some uh, old websites that we both used to check back in the day. And I'm sure- Religiously. Religiously, sometimes multiple times a day. And we will start off with a- um, Multiple times a day, Adrian. Can you still see? You're not blind. <laughs> uh, I don't man. know. I know. Just just descended into a anarchy here <laughs> on the Nokia Chronicles podcast. Yes, we do have mobile review first of all. So I'm sure a lot of our listeners will remember if you did check those websites back in the day, the mobilereview.com. With the Mad Russian, the Mad Russian Elder Murdison, I believe his name was. Correct. And I actually started uh, checking the website back when I was in high school. So, that was 2003 and uh, – oh, actually, no, a bit sooner than that, 2002. So, all the old Motorola's and Siemens phones – Siemens, sorry. Siemens phones <laughs> and all of that. Um, giggity. Giggity, giggity, about the name. Back when they sold smartphones. Um, yes, heady days back then. But today, we are looking at the review of the Nokia 6630. 6630, Adrian. I better scroll down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there we are. 6630. Which one? The the capabilities or just the Nokia 6630? Uh, Just the 6630, I believe it is. Okay. Clicking on right now, my friend. Yes, live on air. Live on air. That's how we play in it. That's how we play here at the Nokia Chronicles podcast. Do follow us on all good streaming platforms. Um, Yeah, so- if any of you remember, these were quite wordy reviews and I used to pour over them quite meticulously as uh, any phone geek would do. So, what's uh, what's one of the things that stood out to you about the mobile review website, Justin? Just its comprehensiveness. It was, uh, as you say, very wordy. But if you wanted to know anything about phones, this was the site to go to back in the day. That's correct. This is like a God tier level. Yeah, correct. God tier. Um, God mode, as my son would call it. That's it, God mode. That's basically it, yes. So, if you- And they covered most of the, the phones on the market, actually. There were a few, I remember, at the time that, that weren't on the website. But for the most part, yes, if you had a phone on sale in your country, then he would have covered it. So, he would have covered it on the uh, mobile review website. And, um, yeah, there's just- there's just so much detail in here and the even the photos and the hands-on shots were quite – they were done quite well for the time actually considering uh, very clear shots of the phones and devices. So, And of the screenshots as well. Oh, and the screenshots as well. You can't forget yep. them. So, very, very nice. Oh, so, yeah, even the close-up shots here. I've got one of the 6630 and uh, – yeah, just opening the uh, side. The keypad and the, the, the side port. And the side port and the side yeah. latch here for yeah. inserting the um, memory card. The, I believe it was the, oh, the RSMMC, the multimedia cards. Oh, my goodness. So <laughs> <laughs> We're getting back to 2003, Adrian, aren't we? 
Oh, two, yeah, 2004, this, 2004, uh, so. phone was released. But yes, uh, the multimedia cards, uh, I think they came in a measly capacity of what, eight or 16 megabytes, I believe. Correct. Yeah. Yes. So, and they were pretty much the same size as the SD cards we have today. So, funnily yeah. enough. Um, and then the whole micro SD memory card phase kind of, um, kicked in about 06, 07. But, um, yeah, we still use that size um, SDXC cards now these days, actually, for um, for uh, DSLR and mirrorless cameras. So, yeah, very, very interesting website. I'm not sure what happened to the guy, um, Eldar. I think he's in a gulag, Adrian. I think uh, Vladimir Putin gulag. <laughs> he's in Siberia <laughs> somewhere, a, mate. Siberia somewhere. <laughs> They got to him. But yes, the, the level of, um, yeah, comprehensiveness. And I'm just scrolling down the page here. I see that, uh, he's, he's done some benchmarks for games. So <laughs> it's just quite funny to, to read because, um, just, yeah, just, uh, how slow things were back then. So it's a 220 megahertz, um, processor, which, uh, is quite slow in these days. And it even has SAR levels. On there as well. No one cares about them anymore. But uh, back in the day, that was uh, big. Used to get. I remember getting the little uh, fold-out piece of paper with the SARS level in uh, written down there as well. So uh, very important back in the day. You didn't want too much radiation going close to your ear. Oh, that's correct. And um, yeah, I do. I do remember those days. Yes, very, very much so. Checking those SAR values, and that's. Yeah, I think they used to be at the end of his reviews right at the bottom. So, if I wanted to check that quickly, I'd just scroll down to the bottom. But I think anything over 1 or 1.1 was like it was getting a bit towards the uh, too dangerous for your, for your head value. Um, mm-hmm. But I do remember making, you know, lots of phone calls back in those days and even just holding your, your phone up against your head for maybe 20 minutes and it would be quite uh, quite toasty. So, <laughs> on phones with a higher SAR value, um, yeah, I don't know. You might be visiting the oncology ward uh, quite soon. Um, so, yeah. Uh, now, th- this is going back, Adrian. So, I'm just look at reading some of the lines here. So, yes. the, the absence of the second camera for video calls is explained with two reasons. First, there are not so many 3G phones now, and a camera even increases their price. Second, those who really want to use the possibility make most of their calls from their offices or homes, and that's why a special accessory, and in brackets, a camera with a holder, was represented. The absence of the second cameraman may not be considered a disadvantage. This is a niche function for the moment. In the middle of the next year, a renewed... Anyway, but uh, cameras weren't that important back in the day, Adrian. Oh, that's correct. Um, they were a, quite a expensive niche. and quite a niche uh, feature, as you say, because... Uh, even for, I think this phone was marketed more towards the the business market. You know, the six it is. the six thousand series was towards our business uh, segment of the market. Uh, but yeah, very interesting that it was considered a niche feature, and it shows, like you've pointed out there, just how far we've come along in the years since. Um, in that, when they started being incorporated into phone selfie cameras, it just it just took off. People were into selfies and. And all that, uh, all that jazz. Even if it was, you know, just potato quality cameras, you know, people just put it in there. And uh, you know, I think they, I think they caught on to the fact that with the market, with internet and three G coming in, that video conferencing would play an integral part in the whole consumer mobile phone landscape, which it did. So yeah, it's uh, quite an interesting tidbit that you've picked up there, Justin. Thanks, Adrian. I uh, do my best, mate. You're a winner, mate. I'm a winner. You're a winner. So, yeah, that, 
yeah, so I don't know what else I can say about the mobile review website, but uh, character, character, sorry, categorize very easily, very easy to find the information that you need. And uh, yeah, just if you want to, you wanted a deep dive into a phone, or if you if you're going to buy a phone at a shop and you wanted to know specific ins and outs, then mobile review was the place to be. So how do you get onto this site now, Adrian? Talk to us. Uh, so let all the listeners know how we're get doing this. Doing this with the Wayback Machine, which lives now at web.archive.org. So it used to have a different website and a different name, I believe, uh, years ago. But uh, they've done the the good duty of archiving, sorry, archiving old websites over the years. And yeah, that's that's where you find it. You basically just type in the address http colons forward slash forward slash. Uh, mobilereview.com slash index dash en dot is a long address but all your old websites even today's ones that are still around like GSM Arena yeah you just type in the the, uh, the URL or copy and paste the URL and then uh, the crawler will pick it up and pick up snapshot, snapshots of the old websites and you can check it out so you can see how the designs changed and just the topics they were covering on that particular year and that particular day and time of that particular year so very interesting stuff, and uh, it's great to be able to use that website like we are today on the podcast to go back and reminisce about the old days when we were really into the uh, mobile phones just breaking out into the market. You get lost in a lot of these websites, Adrian. It just brings back so many memories. Oh, it does, man. I do remember years years ago, you know, even just spending time when I was at university and just, you know, should have been doing my assignments, but uh, spending late nights <laughs> on the computer just looking at phones. And like I was saying in the in the first or second episode that we did on this podcast, in, with that in that year two thousand and four, where I just went through about 15, 20 phones, just buying and selling, and just just checking out reviews on every single phone out there, and just being just getting immersed in in it and getting lost. Uh, just about the pure tech of it all, just geeking out about it, you know, just looking for the next phone. You know, the next phone was a Motorola. I had, a, you know, the first color screen with 65,000 colors and, you know, so on and so forth, cameras, uh, better games, you know. It was just, just got lost in it completely and uh, good times and definitely uh, it's got a special place in my heart and even even now talking about it today, just like you said, brings up so, mem- so many memories and so many warm fuzzy memories about those times. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Although I reckon I lost a few girlfriends at the time, Adrian, because I was uh, just on the web uh, reading these uh, reviews and things. But anyway, <laughs> that's a different story. That's it. But, uh, you know, oh, okay, well, that's, that's a shame, mate. But uh, anyone I else? found the right woman in the end, mate. It was all meant to be. That's it, mate. You found the right one in the end. and uh, I did. I did. You know. What's the next website we're on? We're going on to, mate? Take it away. Uh, it would It would be uh, Zom. Or Zoma, Zom, uh, how do you how do you say it, Adrian? Oh my know. God, it's oh my God, it's CJ. Yeah, C O M G. Yes, I T S C J. That's uh, Clinton Jeff. Who uh, for anyone who doesn't know who he is, um, very famous back in the day for Nokia, and uh, also uh, did his own websites as well. That's and it. Then went on to uh, where did he end up going, Adrian? He went to Xiaomi, was it or? Yes, he um, went to Xiaomi Malaysia or somewhere around there, or one of the 
the uh, countries around there, I think. Yeah, so he's still around in the phone so industry? he's still around, yes. He's still around and lately I think he's been doing reviews of uh, all, the, all the cool new kicks like the Adidas shoes and sneakers and things like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's had quite the, yeah, he's had quite the history and quite the time in the mobile phone industry. So as you said, this on my guide at CJ was his first solo, I believe, uh, venture into blogging and all that side of the um the business there um he did later have unleashed the phones so he had michael farrow to see known um i think ali um can't remember his last name al kutsi al kutsi that's the one a few other guys on there they all banded together to have the unleashed the phones that was more of a broader uh take on the news so that factored in android and um a couple of other brands maybe blackberry all of that at the time so it wasn't just solely a nokia focus uh, but today, yes, we are focusing on Zomo Guide. It's And what do we have open, Justin? Uh, it's a phone that has eluded me. I've always wanted one. And it's the uh, Nokia E6. It's a lovely uh, business-centric phone, another business-centric phone, Adrian, that you've picked out. Certainly, I'm noticing a trend here, but uh, it's not on yeah. purpose, but no. yeah, that's, that's but, what popped uh, up no- first. Nice QWERTY keyboard, touchscreen. It's got the, uh, I think it would have the breathing light on the uh, uh, keypad, D-pad thing, whatever you call it. Yep. Yeah, d- yep. the D-pad. D-pad, that's it. Yeah. Love the breathing light. The yeah, I love the breathing First I saw in the E71. E71. So cool. Mm. Yeah, I didn't get it till later, I think in the N78, but even when you got messages and you used to do that quick, oh. uh, quick fire two, two quick flashes, it's like dun, dun, in the middle of the night when you had it on <laughs> exactly had it next to your bed, and I was like, "Oh, that's yeah. so cool!" Like it light up the room, but not like massively light up the room, but you know, a nice little effect to. Uh, I was going to mention see. that exactly the same. So you read your mind, mate. Yep, twinsies. As you twinsies. Call it. That's it. We are twinsies <laughs> today. We are twinsies. Uh, yes. Very special occasion. We are twinsies. Same gear. Yes, yeah, same gear. So uh, new microphone. So hopefully uh, sounding a lot better. A lot smoother and a lot richer. Yes. yes. I'll put on the radio. I'll put on the radio voice now, Adrian. <laughs> I love that radio voice. And coming up next week on Nokia Chronicles podcast, we are launching our ASMR channel. Are we really? Yes, we are. I just want to <laughs> let you know that. <laughs> Threw me under the bus there. Thank, thank you. Yes. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Going back to the E6. Yes. So, scrolling through the review. Uh, I remember his uh, reviews on the Zomo Guide CJ weren't as nearly as wordy as the mobile review with Elder, but I found it in a, as a nice medium between the two. Yeah, so, correct. So comprehensive, but the photos were a lot better on Zomo Guide CJ in the sense that they were, you know, on a desk or out and about or whatever, and Elders were more uh, under bright lights and uh, standardized, white, standardized wide background. Looks like it's in a lab kind of thing, um, but a, v- a very nice website. It's just yeah, just awesome. Just going through. Oh wow, yeah, scrolling down the page here. Just how how many photos of the uh, device there? I know. I might just read out another line, Adrian. Sure, go for it, mate. As I said, it had a QWERTY keypad, so uh, in direct competition with BlackBerry. So, but the keys have very good keyback or feedback to them when pressed. And we were typing out plenty of words per minute after getting used to it within a couple of minutes of usage. So, uh, plenty of words per minute. That's very scientific. <laughs> What's that, 120 uh, words per minute? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, but like you said, the, the keypad, uh, Nokia's messaging devices like the E71, uh, E6 here and E7, so on and so forth, a lot of them had great keyboards. So, 
they did up their game towards later in the Nokia phone lifecycle. They you know they deviated away from the funky keyboard layouts of the early 2000s towards these more business-centric uh, SMS texting crazy kind of yeah. dynamic to it. And they had, you know, great keys to it. Uh, T9, uh, D-pad, all that just all contributed to a very smooth, seamless and fast typing experience, I have to say. Well, my wife was uh, right into the uh, keypad Nokia, so she her f- first one was the E71, and then she graduated to the E7. So uh, she loved them at the time. It's love awesome texting. So yeah, love texting, and and you know what? Like I believe that even now, T9 and texting on keyboards is still faster than typing on a touchscreen. Really? Yeah, I believe it. I think that we can just have you seen the kids texting these days, Adrian? Even my kids tell me how slow I am. So. Uh, <laughs> Uh, future episode speed test, uh, <laughs> speed test with the kids, and rustle them out down in the skate park and say, "Come on, it's on, mate! It's, come on, I can type faster than you on a on a 2006 Nokia, <laughs> you know, with T9. Come on, mate! I can get through that the words know. faster than them." That I never know what T9 is. Sounds <laughs> great advantage straight yeah, straight I away. I know. We'll be telling these stories to our grandkids and what T9 is and they'll just be looking, just saying, yeah, granddad's <laughs> got dementia. All right, let's keep, keep scrolling down, Adrian. So yeah. It talks about the camera. Now, what else do we have down there? Some great photos, actually. It's really good photos. Our battery life, everything else, he says. Oh, he's given a rating. There you go. Conclusion rating, four out of five stars. The Nokia E6 is actually a very solid little smartphone. Build quality is great and so is the screen performance and battery life. Symbian Anna improves things a lot, which means previous owners of the E71 and E72 might finally have a worthy successor. While the hardware is beautiful here, users of other operating systems might not be as impressed. So already uh, some controversy there. He obviously likes iOS and Android better back in the day there, Adrian. Yeah, a bit of a sellout there, so... (laughs) We're joking, Clinton. We're joking, Clinton, if if you're listening. We do want you on the podcast one day. So, oh, oh, hang on, figures. Sorry, no. but <laughs> no, that was pointing to back to the time Symbian Anna, Anna, whatever you want to call it. Did it did improve things from the initial uh, Symbian Free when that was released? But that that was a multi uh, multi stage um, rollout with that firmware. You know, it was like Symbian Free, which is a complete mess. With the Ivy services and Symbian Anna came along, improved things a bit more. Then Symbian Bell, which is another redesign towards the end. And then you had, for the older devices, Symbian Bell Refresh. And then for the newer ones, which might have been the E6, because um, they had the newer hardware with the faster processor and more RAM, feature pack one, feature pack two. So, and that did clear things up big time in terms of performance and the UI and just the fluidity and the um, general, you know, cohesiveness of it all. So, But yeah. too late, Adrian. But too, too late. late, too little, too late, as we all know. And yeah, that's that's that was basically it. So, but I would have loved to have had an E6, as you said, Justin. It's uh, one of the ones that's eluded us both. It's actually quite a good-looking device. And looking at these photos now, it's beautiful, absolutely gorgeous. And looking at it now, I just uh, I don't know. I just want to buy one off eBay. Oh, I'm looking at Gumtree right now, Adrian. Right, so we can hear my phone. So, uh, <laughs> looking at Gumtree. Looking at Gumtree. All right. So, All right. when you go next website, Adrian? Next website. We're on to symbianfreak.com. 
So, this was predominantly a news website more than anything, but they did post multiple times a day. I think they had a few writers on and um, yeah, if I needed information about app updates or what new applications were going to come out or even news of the releases of phones and all that, Symbian Freak was one of the ones that was uh, quite reliable. And also they did a bit of, um, I think they did a bit of articles about not development, but little signed apps you could get. You remember you had the signed apps and, you know, ways yeah. to hack your phone and stuff like that for the old Symbian devices. Mm-hmm. So that website had this as well. It's quite a lot to go through. We've only just got the, the homepage open here. but I know, but I'm actually looking now, Adrian. So you can obviously, there's reviews, there's photography, there's all these different sections along the uh, left-hand side there. Now, uh, this is something that uh, is a little bit close to my heart because I actually had one of these phones. Uh, so it's the LG U- LU990 Beauty versus the Nokia N93. So... Uh, Yep, just clicking but, on that now. Yeah, so yep. I've got, uh, well, I've still got a uh, beauty, which unfortunately is locked to three, which doesn't exist in Australia anymore. So I can't actually use it. But anyway, uh, try going to Vodafone and get them to unlock it. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> good luck with that. Um, so, yeah, I've got so a, actually, I've loaded it up as well. But a quick side note while we're looking through it. Yeah, the sidebar and stuff was just early, early 2000s, um, the whole look of this website, early 2000s web design, like, oh, my God, like, if you saw this now, you've been like, what the hell is that? (laughs) For all the... uh for all the younger listeners tuning in. But yes, classic, classic early aughts web design here. So you've got themes, it's at, uh, compliance. Is that compliance? Uh, yes, I believe that's compliance. But even, uh, even the little, the little comparison images here between the, the beauty and the N93, like flash on, flash off. Yep. Oh, it's just, you'd laugh at these photos today if you saw them, <laughs> but. <laughs> At the t- at the time, it was just like it was it was groundbreaking. You, you look at these pictures and you click on them and you say, oh, you know, load the full resolution image. You're like, well, like that's so much better than the other one, and all well, that one's got less grain. And yeah, it's just it's really interesting to to look back yeah. on it now. Exactly. So, and it says, you know, as the beauty had the five megapixel camera and the N ninety three had the three point two, but saying that it kept up the the Nokia N ninety three. Yeah, that's it. I think it had an autofocus and the Carl Zeiss optics, which played a big factor in massive factor, massive factor in keeping up with the LG Beauty there. So, so why, don't, why don't we go to the N95 in depth review, Adrian? What do you reckon? I reckon or we go N82, for it. Or N82? What do you want to do? In ninety? N82, maybe. N82. Let's go for the N92. It's a user review. So there's an in-depth review for the N95 and an N82 is the user review. And it's uh, got seven pages. What a great f- looking phone. I love the N2. I wish I had one of those. I've got one now, actually. Yeah, we'll yeah. just leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> does it work? Yes, it does work. Barely. Bastard. Yeah. All right. Um, so You'll have to scroll through it because I can't find this. All I can find is uh, N78 unboxing and so What? Really? Okay, so there's. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I might have found it here. N82 user review, seven pages. Yes, I found it. Sorry, I'm on the same one as you now. Yep, good. So that's also got a lot of photos and it's comparing against different models and end up against an N95. On the headphone, there's a little bit of thing down the bottom of the page. This is the headset it comes with. Yep. (laughs) Oh, the buttons, mate. But loudspeakers, yes. Definitely interesting. How about we, uh, we'll go each page. What do you reckon? Yeah, let's briefly, Just briefly skim through. Yep. So what page are you up to now, mate? Uh, page two, just load it up and look, we've got some screenshots happening there. And oh, yeah, screenshots so, of uh, predictive text, yeah. T9, as we were just mentioning. 
Yep, it's got uh, comparisons against the N95 with the keypads because it's a different type style of keypad, obviously. Yep. The N95 having the slider. That's it. This is uh, quite a word of your review. So this is like it uh, is like Elder, right, So let's oh, let's just go to page seven then. Mate. Let's go to the last page. See what it says. Okay. Oh, and just a quick mention, actually, that we're talking about this website, Symbian Freak, had user forums as well, which none of the other websites that we mentioned so far have had. So yeah, that's true. That's Good true. That yeah, top so. uh, right hand side there. So people used to ask questions and. Uh, about their phones and I think share apps and all the sort. You remember the Java apps and the oh, Java apps. Oh, Java back in the day, Java games and signed apps. And you remember, you know, you, I don't know how it was for you, Justin, but I remember a few apps back in the day in those years, uh, you know, 07, 08, 09, mm-hmm. even. And you'd be like, oh, you know, I want this Engage thing, you know, uh, when they rebooted Engage for the S60 third edition devices and, you know, just finding out that that didn't work because, you know, you didn't have a signed app or someone uploaded it, hadn't signed it and just constantly looking around just to find apps that were signed for even for little apps, you know, telephone or messaging or web browsing or whatnot. Pip, these youngins don't know the struggles that we went through, Adrian. No, it's definitely uh, definitely a struggle back then. Everything's mm. so accessible now. You just go into the Play Store or the Apple App Store or whatever app store you go into on PC and uh, it's just right there in front of you. Just type in what you want. It's there, bang. But back in the day, no, you had to go looking for it. Um, ringtones, had to go looking for it. Um, yeah, there was mm-hmm. quite a lot of manual labour going into it. It was. So, I'm just reading one of the paragraphs now, Adrian. So, he's actually saying, so I expect most of you to be quite satisfied with the default S60 browser, which I can't believe he wrote that because it was a Oh, my God, it was a browser. complete mess, wasn't it? Yeah, I know. But then he says, oh, but I, he's more used to Opera Mini. So, remember Opera Mini, Adrian? I do remember Opera yeah. Mini. Shout out to yeah. Opera Mini. Yeah. We'll get them on the show one day too. <laughs> like an actual web browser. <laughs> yes, I know, mate. I'm just joking. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so uh, talking about that and he's, oh, I can't, oh, Adobe, Adobe Flash Player is no longer supported, so I can't see the – it's like a, it must have been a video. Yeah, oh, yes, it's, it's a, it was a video of him scrolling, doing Opera Mini oh, okay. and then connect to the TV out. Remember TV out too? Oh, my goodness, TV out with the v, the VGA cables, like the with the red, white, and yellow into the back yep. of your TV. Oh, goodness. Yeah, that's going well. Um, I know. Jeez. The, the things you do to get to share your photos and videos on the big screen with your family. Jeez. <laughs> at such low resolution as well. And you're like, oh, wow, you know, just look at this. Look at this video I took, you know. There's your cousin. There's your kids. Blurry, <laughs> pixelated mess, you know, especially yeah, know. especially in the night videos as well, which are just grainy as anything. You're like, oh, you know, I love that time. love that, you know, love that dinner that we went to and well, there's Jason or whatever and they'd just be a blobby mess. But <laughs> <laughs> that's that, that's what that's what it was like back then. We didn't think any of it, anything of it. We just thought it was groundbreaking stuff because no one had done it before. That was technology at that time. I think so. And uh, just to finish up on on this website, Adrian. So his conclusions and thoughts. There's a bit of rambling there, I think, but. You obviously loved the phone. So he says his N82 is most definitely Nokia's flagship photography phone, but it doesn't look like it unless the form factor of the N90 and N93 devices, which look like they're great camera devices. Unfortunately, the Nokia N82 lacks such looks, but looks aren't everything in my book. So, like I said, a bit rambling, but uh, 
He likes it. And I like it too. I like it too. I wish I had one, Adrian. Well, you never know, mate. It might turn up one day. You never know. You never know. Like I said, the 808 came out of nowhere for me. So you could be looking on Facebook, the old Facebook or Gumtree one day and, you know. I was speaking of, I did have a look at for the E6 on Gumtree, Australia wide, none available. What is wrong with people? They're keeping them <laughs> one or the other. All right, on to the next one, Adrian. And the next one is all about Symbian. So AAS, or as it's uh, colloquially known as, all about Steve. So Steve Litchfield uh, started all about Symbian with uh, Rafe Blanford. And uh, who else, Adrian? Uh, I think you and Spence came on later on in the, in the show. And um, yeah, those three just pumped out. Article after article, whereas news, reviews, um, yeah, just basically everything to do with Symbian at the time there and even a little few uh, tidbits of, you know, older Nokia phones. But um, mainly the core focus was on Symbian devices at the time. So if you wanted a review, if you wanted big photos, big thumbnails of photos of and uh, image samples from those devices or video, video samples, all about Symbian had to be on your top five list. It had to be in the top five there of Nokia websites that you'd have to check out. Uh, yes. Um, so I do remember checking it, checking it religiously. Yeah. So yes, the thing that stands out for me, Adrian, is the yes. uh, obligatory Steve Litchfield flash photography drinking a beer photo I that do. he put on in every every bloody review, Adrian. <laughs> So this is yeah, like you know, we do get indoor shots with your phone. Uh, if that's a representative shot, then yeah, like because I always I'll drink to that. Steve, I'll, I loved having a look at Steve Litchfield on every freaking review, Adrian. But we want him on the show one day, maybe, <laughs> maybe one day. We'll see. One day, it's too much history there with you. But anyway, <laughs> he loves me. He loves you. Okay. <laughs> you can you can just have him on yourself then, mate. Oh, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> so what have we got? We've got the Nokia N ninety six review here mate here we do part one so he used to have multi-part reviews on devices there with old steve a then he gave he gives it a percentage out of 100 as well Uh, i I have no idea how he comes up with these percentages i really don't even to this day with the newer devices where he does comparisons with android and ios and all that i I don't know how he comes up with percentages like it's beyond me but you know if it's if it's 82 percent here like for the nokia n96 then i don't know where the other 18 percent is but i'll buy the phone yes yes uh in case you're in a hurry, I can summarise my entire Nokia N96 review in two one-word answers. Question, is the Nokia N96 as bad as some critics have made it out to be? No. So is the N96 as good as Nokia's mammoth marketing push, whatever you believe? No. So, And the truth lies somewhere in between. Well, it's uh, rather cryptic, isn't it? It is very cryptic, and I feel it's leading on to viewers to read the rest of the review. You know what? In this clickbait. case, click clickbait. It is. early days of clickbait, mate. <laughs> it's just everywhere these days, as as we've discussed before on this podcast. But yes, you know what is in this case? Yeah, he's he's right. It, to me, the N ninety six was it wasn't a bad device. It was I remember it was laggy. I did use it back when it came out. A friend had one on the early firmwares, just a mess. Um, by the time this this was probably ten version ten eleven something when it was first released. Anyway, but by the time about a year later, a year and a half, so it got to version 31, 30, 31, 35, something like that. It did improve a lot, but everyone at the time it was a big momentous hurdle to climb because the N ninety five was like the hit 
for Nokia in those years. It was, you know, the expectations must have just been mammoth just to surpass that or to even match it with the successor in the N96. Well, I remember uh, my father-in-law ha- uh, showing off his N96 to me as if I, I was going to be impressed, Adrian. And guess what? He wasn't impressed when I said, mate, that is one of the worst Nokia's of all time. I, I didn't say that, but I, I did laugh in his face and said, how's the battery life, mate? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he wasn't impressed, mate. I can tell you right no, now. No, no, I do. I do recall faintly. So tell the listeners more about the battery life because now that you mention it, mm. it wasn't that good. It wasn't that good at all. So what does Steve say? Actually, he's he's got a photo of a battery here. Batteries are the same as the original, the N ninety five, which yes. isn't really enough to power a device with a two point eight inch screen. Correct. Hold the horses right there, mate. A two point eight inch screen. Giant. It was big at the time, wasn't it? Yes, at the time. Although, although the iPhone would have had a 3.5-inch screen at the time there correct. too. Very correct. Yeah. So when did N96 came out? It was about the time of the first iPhone, wasn't it? Yeah, I think oh, it was iPhone yeah. 3, I think. Yeah. So I think my wife had moved on to the iPhone at that stage, and I think that was the iPhone 3. 3. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, like uh, like we were saying before about Java games and the way things were back then, uh, photos, videos being taken, 2.8-inch screen, mammoth, considering that <laughs> N95 probably had a, I think it was 2.2 or 2.4, 2.3, something like that, uh, or maybe even 2. I could be getting it wrong. But to be able to watch videos and consume content, just open like office files on your phone for the time, just like mind blowing in the in the way you could like slide out the uh, keys on the N96 and the N95. Remember how you used to be able to slide it one way and have the media playback buttons? I love that. That was so cool. And then the other way you'd open up the keypad. So, and the N96 actually had a kickstand as well. That little, I think it's in one of the photos if you scroll down. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's on, uh, there it is. With, with the third one down. Yep. Yep. Yep, so you just flip out that where it says the Carl Zeiss and the camera optics branding there, and you could set it as a kickstand. So Had that on my N900. Oh, the N900 had as well. Yes, that's right. Yeah. My N96, the little flip thing, the kickstand broke. Um, so it shows how durable it is. But yes. Well, I'm like you. I actually looked after mine. <clears throat> and look, I'll, I'll read out a line for this. This is going back, so... Hang on, hang when, when on. You're trying, to, you're trying to move on from this topic there, but you just, you just <laughs> leveled a very, you've leveled a very serious accusation against no, me. I know, I know very well that you look after your phones. But Defamation uh, case incoming. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> Continue on, mate. Sorry. All right. So, uh, it's, uh, this is, when, when was this released, do you think, Adrian? About 2008, 2007, or 2008, 2009, you think? Which phone are we talking about? Sorry, mate. N96? Uh, you know what? Let's just. GSM Arena at. And I was around that time. So. Maybe 2008, two, sorry. Yeah, 2008. Correct. So obviously, charging a phone was maybe a weekly, weekly thing. Yes. So he's made the point of saying, and even new users will have to get used to charging their new N96 every night without fail. Can you <laughs> believe that, Adrian? Yes. I charge my phone every. I don't have to. No. But I do. Yes. I charge my phone every night, mate, because I know by halfway during the next day it'd probably be dead. Out. Yeah, correct. Yeah. And that, that's pretty pretty funny looking back on it now because, as you said, at the time, most phones were multi-day battery life. Yeah, that, that's just how it was, you know, two, three, four days even. Yep. And to have something that would that would run out before the day was over in the form of the N96 was just, it was scandalous, you know. You couldn't have that. That just, it wasn't on. And but that's that's what the price of progress is. That's what the price of technology is. It's something that we 
still are struggling to this day in our current devices, in our current phones. So, you know, we've got fast charging now these days, but multi-day battery life, it's still, it's still eluded us for the most part, you know, unless you... Unless you want something that's slow at gaming or, or you know, it doesn't – a low-resolution screen doesn't hold up to your multimedia needs or your social media needs, you know. Would that cameras. be like a Nokia G10, Adrian? I believe it would. Shout out to Abdullah. <laughs> hey, yes. Abdullah, if you're listening, G10, I know, multiple-day multiple battery life, but 10-watt uh, charging. Hmm. Okay. Take about three days to charge that. Uh, I think so. Maybe four hours at, le- at the very least, I believe. So, well, yeah, you know what? Sorry, I can't agree with you there, mate. I'd rather have a fast charging phone that gets gets back to full in 40 or 50 minutes than, uh, than a two-day, two-and-a-half-day phone that takes three hours to charge. Yep. Or four. So, but Abdullah, we still love you, mate. We can have We're, this little – we do. We love you, and I love your Camaro too, mate. Yep, that's it. So – once borders open up, we're coming. We're coming. Not for All you, right, so for the Camaro. Yes. All right, so uh, do you want to go on a little bit further on uh, All About Symbian, mate? Uh, N96 review? I think it's painful enough reading through the whole N- N96 review. <laughs> Come on, mate. We know your feelings about Steve Litchfield, mate, but there's no, no. need to be personal. <laughs> Have I said too much? No, 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 no. no. Right. But, yes, very, very interesting times with that phone. And um, one last thing I wanted to mention now that I brought it up on GSM Marine was that 2008, February, it was released. Sorry. Let me correct myself. February 2008 was when it was announced and it was released in 2008, September. And that was one of the issues. And again, issues that would continue to plague Nokia in, rele- in, sorry, in announcing phones and then releasing them too late to market. That sounds like modern day Sony phones, Adrian. Oh. Announced in Feb, release in September. That's correct. That's correct. It's quite it's uh, quite sad, really. Um, mm. Considering you know, it started probably a few few years back in that manufacturers would tend to accelerate their time frame. So you yep. have you have phones now, especially with the Asian market, with the Huawei's, Vivos, Xiaomi's, um, Realme. Oppo, you know, they're announcing like at least one phone a week, and then that you know that will be available in their home market the next day. So it's not this whole six month thing. And even big name brands like Samsung, um, what else is there? Oh, OnePlus, even. You know, the time between announcing and release is in the matter of days now, or you know, maybe two weeks maximum. You know. Yep. Um, so, but even back then in the N96 days, a couple of months would still be okay. Like a month or two would still be respectable. So I do remember that for a, quite a few phones, you know, between the time, the time of announcement to the time release, you know, a month or two, still okay. But even back then, you know, a six month delay would hurt them badly, would hurt that brand badly. So. And what do you think it was, Adrian? It's just that it wasn't ready for market. They thought they just announced it to get uh, people interested in something for later on down the track. I think so. What do you so. think it was? I think so. I think it's just as as we've read in, in the books about Symbian at the time and, and seen on the news and subsequent videos about the story of Nokia at the time, just a lot of, you know, the internal communication wasn't there, you know, between teams and all of that. So the development will start one team, the other team would get the memo, wouldn't get the messages. They, the communication was very distorted. So no one knew really what they were doing. I don't think the testing was being done properly. So you'd come out with devices like this, you know, after the N95 hit, absolute awesome device. And, um, you know, you come out with this, like a follow-up, the N96, not enough battery, unfinished software at release. Um, and then the N97 that came after, absolute disaster. We've, we've mentioned in the previous episode of the podcast, absolute unmitigated disaster. 
So, you know, not enough memory, not enough battery, unfinished software. You know, it's just, it's really, we both love Nokia devices, but it's really sad to see and really sad to even reminisce about those times, you know, because it's absolute. Beginning of the end. Beginning of the end and just what set them on that path to just dropping out of the phone market after being leaders for so long. Mm -hmm. It's quite sad to even talk about it. So, yeah, I'm just going to sum up my thoughts there and um, for all about Symbian. So, on to you, mate. No, on to you. Uh, Grab yourself a tissue and wipe your eyes, mate, and uh, let's talk about the next website, which uh, you're going to talk about, mate. Okay, it's our last one. Oh, yeah, my turn. No, it's not. Is Is it? it? No, we've got one more after that, mate. All right, GSM Arena. Yes. And we have a snapshot here on the Wayback Machine of March 5th, 2011, and we have the Nokia, as the Americans love to call it, E7 Review Open for Business. Ah, I have the page open, Adrian. Uh, oh, okay, let's just do that one. All right. <laughs> Go that way. It is our last, last page then. Mate, I had- <laughs> Well-organised machine. Okay. Well, I, I, had a perfect, I had a perfect segue into that. I said, you know, I even slowed down my voice, put on the radio announcer <laughs> voice. I said, Nokia, E7 review, open for business. And just had the byline. Everything just built up to this moment of momentum, and you just killed it. So oh, no, sorry, sorry, because <laughs> I had a different page open. The uh, comparison with the Sony Ericsson K850. Right, let's do both then. No, let's oh do- yeah, let's do both. Let's, let's do, both. do both. Okay, oh, but let's talk about the E7 first, mate. Let's we'll let's do that open E7 now. first. Okay, so we got some lovely photos here. The official photos of the E7. Key features, even back in the day, GSM Arena, different, a little bit of a different layout. But, you know, even to this day, the the main crux of the layouts remain the same. So, for the time, cutting edge web design. Nowadays, not so much. Now, oh, what I used to, what I love, sorry, and still love about GSM Arena is that they, they list all the key features first and they list all the main disadvantages on the first page. So, yep. um, that was quite good. You could just, you know, you can get to the, to the crux of the review straight away. And that was the fantastic thing about these. So the main disadvantages here that they mention about the, the Nokia E7, Symbian free is still behind Android and iOS usability standards. Overstore content is inferior to Android Market and App Store. So obviously before the Play Store there, Adrian, so Android Market. That's right, Android Market. So that was maybe Android 4, Jelly Bean, or even 3 or 2. I don't know, it might even be 2 actually. It was Gingerbread days, Honeycomb, Red and um, all that. Hmm. Um, Yeah, so Overstore, I remember, unmitigated mess when I got it. Bought Nokia N8 first week, loaded the Overstore, kept crashing. Laggy, kept crashing. They fixed it up later on, but uh, yeah, those damage first done. damage done. Those first few months with the N8 was painful to live with. Um, so that's what they're mentioning here. Camera interface is decidedly outdated. Battery is not user replaceable. My God, man, not user replaceable. How times have changed. <laughs> we laugh about it these days, but yes, back in the day, back in the day, there was a big focus on batteries being replaceable. So, to our younger listeners, um, that might seem a bit strange. But yes, definitely back in the day, there was a big thing on batteries being replaceable. So if your battery ran out or and when you're charging it, just swelled, got swollen, whatever. Easy, go to the phone shop, get a new one, pop it in and you're back in your way. Um, so yeah, no micro SD card slot, which is uh, give, here, give or take these days. But uh, yeah, camera interface decidedly outdated. So- It wasn't really known as a camera phone. It wasn't phone, really. Right? I was about to say that, yes, because- you had the N8 and the E7 announced and released at the same time. N8 was more the camera business. focus. Oh, the camera focus. The and camera the focus. Business. E7 was the business. And you've got E7 yourself, don't you, mate? I'll have both. Um, 
and love both for different reasons. So, uh, yeah, obviously the camera on the N8 is uh, out of this world and looks fantastic. And the E7 looks fantastic too. And it's, and, uh, it's like a little mini mini uh, laptop with uh, the slide-out keyboard. That's it. It's a beautiful-looking device. And, it uh, is. What colour do you have? Do you have the blue one? I've got the blue one and a uh, black or dark black <laughs> grey uh, N8. So no- nothing special with the N8. I'd love to get an orange or whatever, but uh, not to be. Okay. But it is in brand-new condition, Adrian. still has the screen protector on, mate. Absolute legend there, mate. Jeez. And been used. And been so, used. Yeah. There you go. That's an awesome phone. And uh, you know firsthand how, how fantastic it is with the QWERTY keyboard and mm-hmm. and giant screen. Actually had a bigger screen than the N8. Uh, it does. Four, four inches. Inch screen. Yeah. Yep. Instead of the three and a half on the N8. Um, you know, business focus, uh, the camera wasn't as great. But you know what? It's still a fantastic device. And going on to the second page here. Oh, here we go. Second page of that review. E7 360 degree spin, which will not load because it's Adobe Flash. And Adobe Flash has been all but killed these days. But they've got a photo there, an orange N8 comparison with the silver. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. I've just loaded it up now. Ooh, that orange, mate. Oh, to die for. It is. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I've got the green uh, NA, and uh, I believe there was like a pink and a blue yeah. and the orange, but the orange one is just like tiger orange. So cool. Yes. Uh, just changing my underwear right now. <laughs> That's something that you may not have needed to know for the oh, podcast. You could edit that, you, you edit that out. <laughs> no, I'll leave it all in, mate. <laughs> oh, clear. This is- Nokia Chronicles After Hours. After Hours, that's it. Patreon, $7 a month. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, clear back, not clear back, clear black display is impressive. Page free. Page free now? Page free headline. Who remembers clear black? Putting my hand up here. Clear black. Uh, Waving my hand up. up. Yep. Looking like wankers, but uh, we're doing that. We're putting our hands up. That's it. Just waving it all around uh, like the wiggles. Now, that's that's awesome, the clear black display. I remember at the time, you know, uh, did this have an AMOLED display? It did. It did. So It does because it has the, uh, what do you, what did they call it back in the day? The, um, the polarized screen. Oh, glance screen. That's it. Yeah. Uh, that's correct. Yeah, the glance screen. So, like always on display. Yeah. I think Nokia were doing that before everyone else were, actually. Yeah, they were the first. They were. so, And they were the first with the clear black, which is more like a um, – we, we take it for granted these days on all phones and, and laptops even, you know, just having a uh, laminated laminated display. So, that gap between the screen and the uh, the glass or the plastic covering it uh, was just gone because, you know, they obviously made it so thin that they could fuse it together, basically. Yep. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that was awesome, just having those blacks even blacker. Uh, on the display. They're I think not- they actually uh, sourced them from Samsung. Did they? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Samsung always been printed their panels. So, yeah, just uh, quite a but good- But then again, I'm scrolling down. It actually says the Samsung i 903 super clear LCD stands no chance against the E7 display. There you go. Yeah, so, I might be wrong. But I did. I read right. years ago that uh, there were Samsung. But it could be wrong, Adrian. Yeah. I don't know. I f- you might be right. I think you might be right. It's just maybe the technology was patented. Patent. Yeah. Patented, as that's if that's a word by Nokia first. So yeah, just a, a nice uh, display there. Nice, nice, very nice display. Okay, so what, what else what did you just say? <laughs> clear black display. Okay, all right, all right. So what page are we going up to now, mate? Page. 
Four. Four? All right, let's go. Uh, Simbin free user, user interface. Adobe Flash Adobe Flash players no longer supported. <laughs> well, we'll skim through this one. Uh, thank you. Do you want to just go to page 10, Adrian? Get the conclusion? Yeah, let's get to it. Oh, I've just lost. Oh, there we go. Connectivity, web browser, office documents. So, oh, organizer, OV store, OV maps. So, I skip OV store and OV maps at the time because they weren't ready for prime time at all, unfortunately. No, it was up against uh, a couple of Windows phones. They had some comparisons here and a couple of uh, HTC and Motorola slide out uh, keyboard phones as well in android that's it definitely and uh yeah just a very interesting time on the market there against all the competitors that we started yeah. to come out with some real so yeah very 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 advice there and something that we both have fond memories of yes, final sure. words the nokia e7 is either Oops. the best Symbian free smartphone on the market or the second best. This just can't be bad news. Whether you're a brand loyal upgrader or an unbiased user shopping for a premium smartphone. But they mentioned, yes, the clear black screen, USB on the go, HDMI port, Pentaband 3G, high definition video, anodized unibody, and, oh, here we go, a lifetime sat nav license. Yes, because it did none of the other Android phones or uh, Apple at the time. You had to pay for uh, I think I remember a Tom, the TomTom app on a uh, lifetime. I think it was actually just a yearly subscription. That's correct. No, oh, that's correct. And I do remember, yeah. uh, you know, when I had the N8 and my um, girlfriend was giving me shit at the time for getting the phone. And I was like, you know what? This this phone, camera, absolutely awesome. But the free maps as well. OV maps, lifetime maps were free. And I think she had Google Maps on her phone. But even then, Google Maps was in, was in, in beta, actually. So it wasn't even um, done ready very for well. Prime time. Yeah, ready for prime time. Funnily enough, um, turn by turn navigation and GPS wasn't. It didn't hold a candle up to what Symbian Free had at the time. So that's just an awesome feature to have. I know. So we're going to that third paragraph, Adrian. It says, "But are we simply delaying the inevitable here? Even the best Symbian Three devices aren't quite on par with the competition. It's not about the uh, specs, nor is it about the power or performance." It's that bit of touchscreen magic that has so far eluded Nokia and Symbian. Frustrated to the point of giving up, Nokia's are looking to Windows Phone 7 to get their inspiration back. So uh, there's already rumblings back in the day then, Adrian. There were, and those are very ominous lines that you've read it out. Read out, sorry, about the demise, the fate and the demise of Nokia, actually, because that was a line that was to be repeated, you know, not verbatim, but paraphrased by lots of media, tech outlets, and ultimately consumers. And that's the thing. And But you know what? irks me adrian so i'm looking at some of the uh the photos of the competition back in the day and with nokia you had metal phones with the uh, competition like the, i think it was the s2 at the time maybe or s yeah, s2 samsung uh plastic phone iphones at the time s the uh, iphone 3 i think it might have been plastic and looking at those htc and i'm not quite sure about the motorola because i don't think we've got that miss country and uh, definitely uh, the LG and the HTC Windows phone, all plastic phones, Adrian. Yes, Still quality on the Nokia's, much, much better. That's correct. Yeah, just that software before, just couldn't keep up. No, couldn't. definitely not. And having the outdated hardware didn't help early days of Symbian Free. So, I mean, eventually they did fix it up, like I said earlier, with the uh, Nokia the Nokia Bell and all that, but um, it was too little, too late. But they were true. it's true what they said. It's very true what they said. Very ominous yep. and pretty much bang on. So, yes, sad days, uh but uh, you know what? Yeah, that, that was it for that review. And uh, I did have a lot of fun today, actually, just reminiscing yeah, on too. these websites that we used to look at. So I'm sure a lot of our listeners, um, especially the older ones, uh, would have had a look at these websites and just do their daily fix or weekly fix 
just on Nokia devices and how they played out being released, what features they had, how they played out in the market against the competition. Just really awesome uh, to have a, a reminisce, a walk down memory lane. Exactly. Walk down memory lane. Great way of putting it, Adrian. So it has brought back a lot of memory. It has. And we, we could go on for hours, basically. You know, there's little there's little tidbits that, that come back to us as we look at these reviews and we go over this and I remember that. So it's been awesome doing that with you today, Justin, mate. Yeah. And we've, we haven't even mentioned a few other little websites, Adrian, that, you know, that ran at the time, like Simian Guru and uh, with Ricky Cadden and My Nokia Blog with uh, Jay Montano and uh, our very own Michael Farrachasino and uh, that Ali Al Kudsi. Yes. Um, is there the any phones. other websites? Unleash the phones. Yeah. So there's a few other websites that we we could have gone on for hours, as you say. Yeah, basically. Um, I think there's you know the offshoot of All About Symbian that turned into something bigger, All About Windows Phone. I'm pretty sure there's probably you know at least four or five others that we've that will probably come to us later tonight. You know. And maybe we do a, a part two, Adrian, of, and we do do those uh, websites. Yes, yes, that sounds like a great idea. We could do a part two of those and catch up on the websites that uh, we missed out on today's episode. Yeah, with a few different phones. With a few different phones. So, yeah, awesome times. Okay, so before we wrap things up for today's episode, where can the listeners find you on your socials? Uh, I for Big N71 uh, on Twitter and uh, I'm guessing Instagram as well, although I'm not very prominent on Instagram. Uh, so, yeah, just look up for me for I for Big N71 on Twitter. And what about yourself? Adrian, me old China. That's it. Um, got at Adrian G Hughes on Twitter and do follow our podcast on all good streaming platforms. We have our homepage at anchor, anchor.fm slash Nokia Chronicles or our little website here that's linked on my Twitter profile, nokiachronicles.wixsite.com slash home. Uh, having a bit of trouble with the domain transfer at the moment, but I'm sure we'll get that going in the future. So that's the place to be to find out what our future guests will be. So last week I gave something away a few hours early and it just uploaded a thumbnail of who was on the podcast. So Yes, and thanks again, Dean, for uh, listening in and uh, being a part of uh, Nokia Museum Chronicles, Nokia Mix Radio, whatever you want to call Radio, it. Radio, Nokia uh, Music Podcast, that's it. That's the one. Th- yeah, but thanks to all our guests so far who've come on because uh, it means a lot. We are reconnecting people. That's... Uh, what I think this podcast is all about, Adrian. Reconnect. That's correct. That's, that's fantastic. And that is, you, we did talk about that during the week and you pointed that out and that's, you know, it's a beautiful thing to reunite the old gang, basically. Yep. And we'll get more people to reunite with Adrian down the track. So uh, uh, next week we'll have a, a different guest on and uh, looking forward to that. We've got some good guests lined up, actually, haven't we? We're, uh, we do. We're going we from do. strength to strength. So we hopefully are. with all those listeners, keep keep listening in because uh, the show is only getting bigger. That's it. It's gone from strength to strength, as you say. And we do have some big names lined up, as you said. They are locked in, ready to go. So that's going to do it for this week's episode, episode seven of the Nokia Chronicles podcast. Thanks again to everyone for listening. Make sure Thank to you. subscribe on all good listening platforms and we'll talk to you next week. All right. See you later. See you, everyone. <laughs>